Okay, you guys, here we go. She Runs Ultras episode 93. Now, one of the women that applied to the upcoming round of Run Your First 50K asked me this. Is it normal to have anxiety around cutoff times for your race? The short answer to this is yes, absolutely. In fact, I had a lot of stress and anxiety around the cutoff times for Tahoe 200. Two cutoffs in particular. The first one was the very first cutoff at the very first aid station, the Stephen Jones aid station, about 10 miles in. And most of my anxiety around this cutoff was I didn't want to come this far only to get pulled 10 miles into a 200 mile race. And the thought loop that was going in my head was how embarrassing would that be? So I was really worried about that. And then the second part of this was I was worried about this cutoff because the first leg was straight uphill and at altitude. Um, It was sort of kicking my butt and I didn't have the opportunity to go to altitude ahead of time to train. So there was a lot that was wrapped up into that first cutoff time that was causing me a, a fair amount of stress and anxiety. The second cutoff time that I had a lot of stress and anxiety around was the halfway point, hundred miles, because when I left the heavenly aid station, I was only an hour and a half ahead of that cutoff. And while that might seem like a lot, it wasn't. So comparatively for a 50 K an hour and a half will seem like an immense amount of time, but in a 200 mile race, you can eat that up in no time flat. I mean, that's like you know, you, you, a blink of an eye, right? My plan was to always have three hours of buffer just in case. So slipping below that threshold was really eating away at my confidence. So I had to work really hard, not only to manage my mind, but also to build back that buffer, which I was eventually able to do. So I get it. Cutoff anxiety is a real thing. And in many races, they can seem really strict, especially if you're new to ultras or new to the idea of cutoffs in general, this can cause you some stress, especially sort of 2.0 of that is if you feel like you're in danger of missing a cutoff and being pulled from the race. Now, For context, cutoffs usually exist for one of two and or both of these reasons. The first is safety, right? The race director is trying to ensure that you're physically capable of doing this race by imposing a time limit and therefore potentially excluding some people that might not be up to the task yet. This is okay. Don't be mad at this. Ultimately, they have your best interest in mind here, okay? And if cutoffs are really like a a worrisome thing for you, then like pick a race that doesn't have them. Okay. Part two of this is to weed out the people that show a steady decline over the course of the race and to pull them before they are potentially too tired to continue and, or they might injure themselves. Um, I've seen a lot of this, especially if you run longer distances, most 50 Ks are not going to have a lot of cutoffs. And if they do, it's mostly for um, for time and safety purposes, right? But we're mostly talking about longer distance races, maybe 50 milers, maybe 100 milers. But a 50K would most likely just have one big cutoff, which is at the finish line. But it's not uncommon to find random cutoffs here or there, all right? So just know that ahead of time. So 
it really is the first component of this is really to keep your safety in mind. The second component of this is management of resources and in particular volunteers. And this is a big concern for many race directors because all too often getting volunteers in the first place can be really tricky. So they don't want to really have them spread out too thin. If you think about it, there's a couple different uh, race formats. You could have a point to point race, you could have a looped race and out and back course. And each of those presents different logistical challenges. Like a point to point race is going to be really challenging from a staffing perspective, a looped or an out and back course. Those are obviously a little easier to handle. So by imposing time limits means that, especially if it's a point to point race, that the race director isn't going to have, you know, hundreds of people spread out over this vast distance that they have to keep track of and, and keep resources in place for. So just sort of know that ahead of time. So I wanted to sort of talk about cutoffs today, give you a little context here, and then also give you a couple tips for how to handle the stress and anxiety that may or may not be coming up for you before the race as part of your training and actually during the race. All right. So in no particular order, I made a couple notes here that I want to sort of pass along to you. Some ideas, some thoughts, and some strategies. So the first one is do the math, understand what the cutoffs are, where they are on the course, what mileage at what at what particular um, feature point, like maybe just before a climb or after a climb, and then the pace that you'll have to maintain in order to be at or below that cutoff time. So like we mentioned, you might just be stressed about the overall cutoff time for the race, like when you need to finish, but there might be some along the way that you have to meet in order to keep going. And before you get all stressed out about it, just sit down and do the math, right? Do the math. What pace do you have to maintain for X number of miles in order to be there by the time specified and make yourself a little cheat sheet? Because sometimes what might happen is you get stressed out about this and it's actually not a thing. Like you, you're not really in danger, but just because somebody put it into your head, you might be stressed about it. All right. The second uh, thought I want to share here is that in order to stay ahead or beat those cutoff times that you'll want to incorporate some pace based workouts into your training. And you would do this in order to get a feeling for what running at that pace is like so that you know how to do it during the race. The third thing on my little list here is don't give up on zone two. So don't get so hyper-focused on pace that you completely stop doing your zone two work. We need to keep building your cardio engine so that you can not only hit that pace, but have the stamina to keep going without running out of steam. So don't get so into pace that you forget, oh, hey, I actually like need to build this bank of miles and this bank of effort in order to actually keep going. The next one is breathe, which sounds really silly, but just don't let the anxiety consume you either before, like while you're in training or during the race. And if you start to feel this wave coming over you, just take a couple, maybe three or four long, slow inhales and exhales, preferably through your nose. Okay. Just sort of let it wash over you like a wave and then recede like a wave. There's a lot of factors that go into running an ultra. And if you only focus on this one thing, then you might actually be overlooking other things like food, hydration, weather, sleep, terrain, all of which could play a role in your pacing and your ability to hit those cutoffs. 
So yes, pace is important, but it's not the be all end all when it comes to your ability to finish a race. Okay. Just a quick example on this in case you like need a little bit more context here. If you are, let's just say you're running a hundred mile race. And if you're not staying on top of your hydration and your food, then like, and, and you're only focused on, I'd have to maintain this particular pace, then you're probably going to get really dehydrated and you're going to run out of energy, maybe even before you hit that very first cutoff. So it won't matter what your pace is or was supposed to be because you're not in any condition to keep going. Okay. So keep a really healthy perspective on this and make sure that you've got all your bases covered, so to speak, and that you're not just hyper-focused on one thing. And that actually goes for everything. Okay. Not just like hyper-focused on pace and cutoff times, but like, don't get so hyper-focused on gear or nutrition or, you know, like we don't just want to have tunnel vision and, and turn a blind eye to all the other components of our, of our training and our racing, like take a really broad view of all of those things. The other thing I want to add here is sometimes you'll go fast and sometimes you'll go slow. And this is just the nature of ultras, especially for those of us who are mid to back of the pack. Unless it was a really super flat, non-technical course, it would be unrealistic for you to think that you would maintain this one steady pace throughout the whole race. There's going to be sections that will dictate you should slow down or walk. Uh, And there will be sections where maybe you can make up some time and run a little bit faster. The trick here is to identify them and take full advantage of them. Okay. So sometimes this just comes with practice, but you also should have a look at the course profile before your race and, and see where it goes up, where it goes down, where there's flat sections, where there might be some dirt or paved roads that you could actually make up some time on. Okay. So like studying your course, knowing the features will also help you to understand when you should push and when you should actually pull back. And then the last little thing here that I want you to know is you're not alone. Okay. There are a lot of people in your race that are also worried about cutoff times. So if you find that uh, you seem to be running at the same pace as one or multiple people, Use this as an opportunity to strike up a conversation with them and see if they're down to pair up and, you know, either chit chat or maybe run at a particular pace to help, you know, keep you on track or keep you distracted so that you're not hyper-focused on this one thing. And like I said, you lose that perspective on all the other factors that go into your race. So I hope those tips are helpful to you. I I really do think that the best place for you to start is to do the math because otherwise, how will you know what you're working with? Okay. So sit down, do the math, figure it out. Like I said before, I've seen lots of people get stressed out about cutoffs only to actually do the math and figure out it wasn't as bad as they made it out to be in their heads, or it wasn't even a thing at all. Like they just didn't even need to worry about it. Okay. And I think it's, again, it's just important to like have the information because also this will inform what you do next in terms of being prepared during your training and when you show up on race day. All right. So start there. If you want a little bit more help with this, ladies, you can come and join my private Facebook group, run your first 50 K. And this is sort of where we have discussions about all things ultra related, specifically, uh, we really dial in on first 50 K. Um, and if you really want to dial this up, you can apply for the next round of run your first 50 K that starts Monday, September 26th. So 
This will be the last session until January, 2023. So have a look at your calendar, plan ahead, know how many weeks that you have leading up to your race and get your butt in here. If you feel unprepared, stressed, overwhelmed, having a lot of anxiety around how you're going to piece together all the different components of your training plan. All right. So you can get more information and apply to the program by going to run your first 50 K.com. All one word, just smash together there. All right, you guys, that's all for this episode. Enjoy this beat and I'll see you all soon. Oh, 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 o